Hey. Welcome to Catalyst Live's Watch Night service. Um, totally excited. Totally excited. And we're popping this exciting drink. It's called No Seco. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what's in it. It's suitable for vegans. It has no alcohol. <laughs> but we're going to enjoy it and celebrate. Yeah. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Catalyst Vineyard's um, Watch Night service. Mm. Uh, this is Emma. Yeah, so I didn't say it. <laughs> and I'm James, wait, wait. and uh, we're your hosts for this evening. So, uh, Emma, I mean, it's Christmas Eve. I hope you're excited. It is Christmas Eve. I am excited. James, I, have you got a memorable Christmas you want oh, to share with us? Oh, a memorable Christmas. Well, I, you know, I, I can think of a few when I was a kid. Um, we lived in India, which was beautiful. And actually, I remember having a couple of Christmases on the beaches of Goa. That's hard life hard stuff, life, that, isn't hard it? Life. I mean, really good. And then I also remember um, at one Christmas when um, I got a new bike and it was super special because five months prior, I mean, we were all a bit skint at home and you know, it was a bit of a tough time for mum and dad. And the bike that I had was nicked. Oh. And I was absolutely gutted. Yeah. And uh, the amazing thing is there was a couple of people uh, in the community and friends of my mum and dad had clubbed together and bought me a brand new bike for Christmas. Oh, and so I, special. And so when they brought that out at Christmas Day, uh, I just burst into tears as a 14 year old. Oh, <laughs> oh that's lovely. Oh, what about you? Come on, you must have a memorable Christmas Eve Well, I was Christmas. thinking when you said a bike, I was thinking there was one year, I think it was eight, and I had roller, I got roller skates and a body warmer and I thought I was so cool. I think I was. And leg warmers, because it was yeah, the 80s, surely. It was the 80s and I was cool. Still am. Um, another memorable Christmas though was one year it snowed really heavily and family were supposed to be coming to us and they couldn't get to us in the same situation with friends of ours that lived nearby so they came and brought what food they had we had whatever we had and we just threw it all together but when you weren't in the kitchen preparing the food you were being towed behind the car on skis which was super fun. Oh man. What, yeah. what, what a childhood, what, a, what great fun that would be. <laughs> <Yeah>. eh? <laughs> so what is going to be happening this evening? This Emma? evening, James, we've got some carols that we're going to be singing. And our theme is Emmanuel, which means God with us. So we're also going to be hearing some stories from people who have experienced God with them and they're going to share what that means to them. Oh, that's so good. You know, we are celebrating, aren't we? Um, the nativity mm. and uh, the coming of Jesus as a baby. And in that moment, aren't we, like you've just said, we're actually celebrating God breaking into uh, history. I love this quote by Ralph Sockman, um, that the hinge of history is on the door of a stable in Bethlehem. We're celebrating something that's happened in the past this evening, but the power of it can break into our very present situations mm. and shape our futures. And I love that. It's mind blowing and it's exciting. And like you said, we're going to hear firsthand some stories from a couple of guys who have really experienced God in a beautiful way. And um, it's been an odd year, hasn't it? It has. I mean, and it continues to be. <laughs> it has. And <laughs> who knows what 2022 Two, I can't believe we're saying that, yeah, is actually going to look and feel like. But I know this, and that's what we're going to be celebrating tonight, is that we don't have to do it on our own. We don't. That God's with us. Yeah. So, so shall we pray just now and then just invite God? Yeah. He is with us, but let's invite us into wherever you're watching it just now. Mm. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can celebrate, especially at this time of year, Emmanuel, God with us. And so we invite you just now, Lord, would you come by your Holy Spirit? Mm -hmm. Would you invade our living rooms or wherever we're watching this? Come and let us know that you are with us. We're going to worship now and we're going to lift up the name of Jesus. You deserve 
Amber and the exciting thing for me is this is the first time I've met Amber in person although we met many times over Zoom during lockdown because we did an alpha course together so Amber it's just wonderful to meet you. It's nice to meet you too. And are you excited that it's Christmas Eve? I'm very excited it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> um, Amber you were just telling me earlier about a Christmas Eve that was special for you do you want to just tell everybody why that was? Yeah, so my dad works offshore and he was scheduled to go offshore on Christmas Eve. So it would only be me, my brother and my granny at home. And we wouldn't be able to have family because she can't drive to see them. And the weather got really bad overnight and his flight ended up being cancelled. So he was able to come home for Christmas and we could spend it together as a family, which is really lovely. That is really special. I'm so glad that your dad got home for Christmas. Um, so Amber, things have changed for you over the last couple of years and Christmas now means something a bit different for you. Do you want to tell us what your journey has been over the last couple of years? Yeah, um, a few years ago I was in school and I was sat next to this boy in my class. And now he... tell me the truth, did you fancy him? <laughs> <laughs> she did, she fancied him. And he was talking about his weekend plans and he was telling me that he was going to church which was quite interesting because it wasn't something I heard a lot of people say who were our age and ever since then every week we would sit together and he would tell me about what he was doing at church like what he was up to and sometimes I asked him questions and other times I just like brushed it off ignored him and then a few weeks later, he invited me to a PowerPoint event. Mm -hmm. What is PowerPoint? It's basically an event where young people go and there's music and there's talks and it's just a really nice place for them to unite and learn about God together yeah. and worship him. Brilliant. So you went to yeah. PowerPoint? I didn't really have any expectations of anything that was going to happen. And then I walked into the building and I just got this overwhelming sense of peace and love that I never really experienced before. So I went home that night and I didn't really know what to make of it because I had never really gone through it. So I asked questions and I did later learn that that was from God. Yeah, that's amazing. And then your journey continued and we went into lockdown and what happened then? Um, so just before lockdown, I was going to church on and off, kind of, and it was okay. It was like confusing sometimes and I was asking questions and then I was considering what it would be like to be in a relationship personally with God. And I didn't think much of it until last Easter when I was watching the online service and there was a moment in time when they said a prayer, they said, if you want to be a Christian, like, 
you can and everything. And I decided in my heart that it was time to do that. That's brilliant. So encouraging, Amber. And over the last wee while, how have you experienced God with you in your life and what difference has that made? Um, I'm very much like a person who likes to be in control of everything and I have plans for everything and I just like everything to go the way I think it's meant to mm -hmm. and learning to let someone else be in control and that not everything has to go the way it's meant to go. Sometimes it's not meant to be the way I want it to be has been really difficult but it's also been something that's really changed me and who I am and just learning to let God take over and not worry when it isn't going my way. Yeah, that's wonderful, wonderful. And what are you doing now? Tell us what you're doing now, because you've left school. Yeah, I'm at uni now. I'm studying law and it's been a big change. It's very different to what school was like. It's, especially with everything like still going on, some of it's online, some of it's in person and meeting people has been really difficult. So it's just yeah. been like trusting God that he is gonna introduce me to the right people when he wants me to meet them. And yeah. That's brilliant, Amber. Thank you so much for taking the time to come and share with us. It's great to hear part of your story and great to be encouraged about people coming to faith and experiencing God at work in their lives. So we've been talking about God being with us and now we're going to sing the carol O Come, O Come, Emmanuel and Emmanuel means God with us. O come, O come, Emmanuel and ransom captive That mourns in lonely exile here until the sun of God appear. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee.
through the park and it was a nice sunny day but a bit chilly and I was walking there and this beautiful girl was alongside me and I remember it as plain as I'm sitting here now her hair was a beautiful auburn color glinting in the sun and she had this swagger coat on like an A coat and a little collar and she didn't walk Brenda never walked she sort of glided as if her feet were and I was walking through the park with this girl. And I just thought, I must be dreaming. She was beautiful. We caught him for about 18 months, and then we got engaged in Ireland, and then um, 55 years. Yeah, with Brenda, it was, every day was lovely. We had moments, but that was it. And then we'd go to bed and I'd be laying with my back to her back and I'll be going, mm -hmm. pulling faces and, mm -hmm. and, and she's probably doing the same, I don't know. <laughs> you know, but in the morning you just woke up and said, want a coffee, Bren? Yeah, okay. And, and, and that was it. You never, you never think that it's gonna happen. We're all gonna die. But you never think that it's going to be you or, or, you know, and I just never, never dreamed of me. And when it had happened, I, I still, the last couple of years with Brenda was, was difficult because she was, well, she was sitting there dying, but she, you would never have known. She was always alive and alert and cheerful. But COVID to me was, you know, I have to say was okay. Because I was with Brenda when she went. I was holding her hand. So many other people couldn't do that. 
they were really looking through a pane of glass or on a phone. But I was actually with Brenda, holding her hand when she went. Well, I wouldn't be where I am now if he hadn't have been with me. He's become my life. Like Brenda became my, you know, my life. We were together, but it was Jesus that was holding us together. It was Emmanuel with us, with Brenda and I. I think, in a sense, it's, it's drawn me closer to God because you, you do kind of lean on your partner in a way. He's, he's brought, brought you together, so there's a purpose there, so you, you kind of lean on each other and rely on each other, and then suddenly that part's gone, and you have to, you have to say, right, I'm going to lean on God more. And so you, you're spending more time with him, talking with him, and he's revealing more and more of, of what's going on. Trust Jesus, because he, he does what he says. He is there. He does stick closer than a brother. He does understand us. He sees our weaknesses, and in our weaknesses, he makes us strong. I wonder what makes Christmas special for you. For me, it's when it snows, and then it just seems a bit more magical. I love it when it's all white and pretty. I love snow, I love playing in it. We're a family of skiers, and we get super excited in our house whenever the first flake of snow falls. However, there was one year I really did not like the snow. I think it was the winter of 2010, and we had three small children. We live in the countryside. Our roads never see gritters or plows or anything like that, and we often get snowed in. I think it started snowing in November and snowed pretty heavily every month until the April the next year. It meant for me doing the school run and the nursery run with three small children was pretty difficult. There was one week where it was particularly bad and I'd been snuck, snuck, stuck in snow drifts. I'd been pulled out by my neighbors. I'd been pulled out by a tractor and it was starting to stress me out every time I got in the car on my own with the girls. It was okay if I had my husband with me because there were two of us, two adults, one could drive, one could push, one could dig. But me on my own with the little ones was not a happy place to be. So my solution to all of this was that we should get a four by four. And Finn, my husband's solution was, no, we do not need a four by four, we need winter tires. There were two problems in my mind to his solution. One was that the whole of the northeast of Scotland were also thinking the same thing and all the winter tires were sold out everywhere. The second problem in my mind was, what difference would fitting new tires make? I had no faith in winter tires at all. I was just on the, we need a four by four track. And so I was secretly researching four by four. There was one night where I was lying awake worrying about it and I actually nudged him awake in his sleep. And I said, Finn, if you die, I'm just gonna buy a four by four. So what should I buy? And he turned to me, he'd obviously thought about it because he instantly said a make and a model of car. And I thought, okay. And then he rolled over again and I nudged him again and I said, new or second hand? And he said, one year old and you'll be fine. So I knew I had a plan. But then came the day when our winter tires were fitted. Finn was excited. 
I was still very skeptical that they would make any difference. But then, of course, I had to eat humble pie because where I was slipping and sliding before, I had grip and I had traction and the hill that I'd struggled to get up many, many times, I just breezed up, no problem. And then I went from being a skeptic to a believer. I went from thinking that I couldn't do things to feeling like I was invincible. I went from being evangelical and telling everyone that they too must get winter tires because in fact, winter tires would change their life, I think I said to people. I'm not sure if winter tires actually can change your life, but I know someone who can, and that person is Jesus. And I wonder when it comes to this time of year and you maybe choose to watch a service like this, you think, oh, it's nice to think about baby Jesus in a manger at Christmas time. But are you a believer that he can help you all the other days of the year? When it comes to Jesus, are you a skeptic or are you a believer? Tonight we've been thinking about and singing songs about Emmanuel, God being with us. And we're going to look at the Bible just now when the angel speaks to Mary. And we're going to look at what God said to Mary was true in that moment. But he says the same to us now because it's not God was with us or God's only with Mary or God's just with certain people. The Lord is with us. So let's read a bit of the Bible just now. We're going to look at Luke. Look at Luke. It's always fun to say that. Chapter 1, verse 26. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered, what kind of greeting might this be? But the angel said to her, do not be afraid. You have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, for she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from the Lord will ever fail. Did you notice that we're told several things about Mary before we're even told her name? We're told where she's from. We're told who she's going to marry. We're told that she's a virgin. We're even told who her husband-to-be's descendants are. And then we're told, oh, and she was called Mary. At the time of Jesus' birth, women were seen to have little importance in society. Mary was thought to be a young teenager. We know that she was poor and she was female. So in that sense, she was low down on the pecking order. In the world's eyes, 
She was insignificant. But the Lord saw her. Just as the Lord sees you. I wonder if sometimes in society you feel a bit unseen. The truth is that God sees you. And just as he said to Mary, you are highly favoured. He also says to you, you are highly favoured. The Lord is with you, just as he was with Mary. He sees you and he calls you highly favoured. So when we've been thinking about Emmanuel, God with us, the Lord is with you. Let that sink in for a moment. He sees you, he loves you, and he longs for you to know that. The angel goes on to say to Mary, do not be afraid. In this world, especially at the moment, there are lots of things to fear. COVID, health concerns, unemployment. What on earth is the government going to do next? What will 2020 look like? Not to mention famines and wars, climate change. There are lots of things that we can fear. But the angel says to Mary in this moment, the most frequently given commandment in the Bible, do not be afraid. And he says that to us this evening too. When Jesus comes, he comes to take away our fear and replace it with peace. He says to us, give, a, give me your worries, your anxieties, your fear, and I in return will give you peace. He does a swap. I wonder if you could do with God's peace this evening. The Lord is with you now, bringing you peace. God also gives Mary a purpose. He says to her, you will conceive and give birth to a son. Mary was chosen to miraculously carry and give birth to the son of God. Now he's not asking me and you to do that. That would maybe be a bit weird, especially if you're a male. But he does give you purpose and meaning. He's not asking you to give birth to the Son of God, but he is asking you to be a child of God. And the Bible says, to those who receive Jesus, to those who believe in his name, he gives the right to become children of God. And that gives you purpose and meaning, and it gives you a hope for the future. The Lord is with you now, bringing you purpose and meaning and hope. The angel says to Mary that she's to call her son Jesus. The name Jesus means the Lord saves. And in other parts of the Bible, it says that he's to be called Jesus because he will save people from their sins. Jesus comes to give us forgiveness for all the things that we've ever done wrong. The things that people know about and the things that are secretly hidden in your heart that only you and the Lord know about. He comes to give forgiveness for all those things, to wash you whiter than the snow. And having God with us means that we can ask him for forgiveness. So the Lord is with you now, offering you forgiveness. Finally, Jesus offers Mary assurance. She asks, how can this be? And he responds with, for no word from the Lord will ever fail. No word from the Lord will ever fail. That means that everything he says we can trust is true. That means everything in the Bible is true. 
that means all the wonderful promises to us are true. And so we can have that assurance that when he says he'll be with us, he will be with us. What Emmanuel did in and through Mary 2,000 years ago, he wants to do in and through you today. The Lord is with you now. He wants to bring you peace. He wants to bring you love. He wants to bring you purpose and meaning and hope. He wants to offer you forgiveness so you can have your sins washed whiter than the snow. He wants to bring you so much more. He just longs for you to recognize him. So when we celebrate this baby Jesus, instead of fixing our eyes on the manger, let's remember that he is with us right now because of his death and resurrection. He is alive today and he is with us. You don't need to leave it till next year till we're gazing at a baby in a manger. You can have God with you every day of the year. And if that's something that you would like in your life just now, I'm just going to say a quick prayer and you can repeat it in your heart. If you want to know the Lord with you, not just just now, but every day of the year. If you want to change from being a skeptic to being a believer, you can repeat these words after me. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you came to save me. I thank you that you came to be near me. I thank you that you came to be with me. I thank you that you see me, you love me, and you call me highly favoured. And I'm sorry, Lord, that I haven't lived my life with you or for you, and I want that to change. Please come and be Lord of my life, not just today, but every day of the year. In Jesus' name, amen. We're now going to sing another carol, so why don't you join us as we worship? Oh 
Jesus to thee be your
And so if you're wondering what all that was about, uh, it's the Alpha course. It's a brilliant course that we'll be running starting in January. Uh, it's a great opportunity for people who maybe wouldn't call themselves Christians or maybe been around church a little bit with a load of questions. Uh, and it's, an it's perfect for you and it's an opportunity to come together, probably online. Uh, we do 20 minutes of video content and then we get to ask questions and get to know one another and have a real laugh as well. Um, and I know 
Emma, I think you've done a, a few alphas in your I time. I have done a few alphas and I think they're absolutely brilliant. They're brilliant if you're wondering what is what is life all about? Who is Jesus? They're brilliant if you are new to church and you're just discovering your faith. And they're also brilliant if you want to be good at telling other people about Jesus because it goes through step by step each week questions that people might have and gives you answers. So yeah, everybody should do an Alpha course at some point in their life. Brilliant, yeah. And I certainly know in, in uh, Amber's story, she mentioned yeah, it. And maybe it's just triggering some stuff in your own heart and you'd love to get in touch and think that through and maybe take up an alpha course that would be brilliant yeah so James tell us what's happening in 2022 well lots of things are happening um, most of it's on our website at catalyst.vin um, but first and foremost our Sunday services are going to be resuming on the 9th of January and most of our services start at either 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock we've got eight services across the northeast of Scotland and including your on online service. So we've got a service at Peterhead in the north, which is brilliant, and then uh, one all the way down in the south in the Mearns at Lawrence Kirk as well. And we've got a whole bunch in between. Yeah, and Peterhead's uh, our new site, isn't it? So that, if you live in Peterhead, go along and support the new site in Peterhead. That's right. And tell us a little bit about the online services. Yeah, so the online services happen every Sunday at 10 o'clock on YouTube and Facebook. So if you just type in Catalyst Vineyard Church into YouTube, you will find us. And the online church is really for people who struggle to get to church, or if you just want to dip your toe in and find out a bit more about who Jesus is, then we'd love to connect with you. We have um, online connect groups for the online community and just different ways that we can connect during the week as well. So it'd be wonderful to hear from you. You can go onto our website, catalyst.vin and click on connect and you can find out more about all our services there. And you can sign up for Alpha there as well, You can you? sign up for Alpha there too. And Connect. then what else is happening in our sites? Any other? Yeah, also in our sites, we've got events for men, we've got events for women, we've got events for families, a whole bunch of exciting things, hopefully restrictions uh, permitting going on. Uh, we also have mainly music running at all our sites, which is um, like a preschool music class for, for little ones, but also where the adults get really well looked after and really well supported as well. I know it's great fun. I, I do dip in and out of our mainly music and it's such fun. And the mums and dads and carers get a coffee and they really chat and they support one another. Because let's be honest, sometimes parenting is not easy. No. <laughs> it's great to have that, that little bit of extra support. Well, it's good, isn't it? We're going to be wrapping up pretty soon. It's just about it's Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> it's so exciting. Happy Christmas, James. Yay. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, and, and we want to just say uh, happy Christmas to all of you who are no doubt cozied up at home. Um, however, um, I know there are many people out working tonight um, in the police service, the emergency services, maybe you're out on a ward in the hospital. Um, we just want to say a massive thank you to you. We love you. We appreciate you. We see the hard work that goes on behind the scenes. And especially this year again, we want to pray for strength and blessing on your lives. And also for those, you know, Christmas, we're celebrating Christmas, God breaking into history and to our lives. Uh, but for some people, this is a tough time as well. Maybe they've lost someone this year or it's just been poorly. And again, we want to pray for you this evening 
May God bless you and keep you. May his face shine on you in this period, this Christmas period. Yeah. Emma. Yeah, I'm just going to, I just want to pray a blessing over us um, just now. We've been talking about Emmanuel, God with us. So let's just um, still our hearts and just, and just pray to the Lord. Father, I thank you for everybody who is watching this service. You know them all, you see them all, and you love them dearly. I pray that they would know your presence, Emmanuel, God with them, wherever they are this evening, and that they would have a fantastic day tomorrow, thinking about you as their saviour. Amen. Amen. Well, bless you all. Yep. And, and happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, everybody.